0: Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. You see, I'm an accent coach. I coach people on how they can move their mouths, on how they can change their muscle memory, and how they can, uh, well, make things sound a little more natural. Something I'd like to take a look at today is all about pronunciation, and this is a pronunciation of the letters N and G. When these two letters come together in a word, it's tricky. It really is. The pronunciation that you make on this may be different from Americans. Maybe you are doing it right. I hear a lot of people who are very skilled in the American accent who still struggle with this. Well, I'm going to give you some tips today so that you've got a little bit to work with to enhance your own use of the NG combination. Now, before getting into that, I would just like to take a moment to call upon my listeners to, uh, well, hit that subscribe button. If you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe. It lets me know that you like it. It lets me know that the content I put out is enjoyed by people. And then you'll be updated whenever I put out new episodes, every Tuesday and Friday. Be sure to hit subscribe, and uh, that would be wonderful. Well, getting to the good stuff, the NG letter combination. It's tricky. It's going to take a bit of time. But but within the next 10 minutes or so, if you focus on, you literally got to focus on your tongue position. So you can do this if you're driving the car. You can do this if you are going for a jog or if you're cooking. You don't got to use your hands. You don't got to close your eyes. Although it may help if you close your eyes. Unless you're cooking or driving or doing anything, then don't close your eyes. But if you can close your eyes, then it helps you kind of visualize it better. Otherwise, it's no big deal. You just want to focus on your tongue position. So you see, when the letters N and G appear together as a word ending, as in the words that end in the letters ing, what we call the gerund. So, you know, words like um, walking, talking, driving, cooking, ing, ing. I'm not making a regular in. I'm not saying walking, talking. I'm saying walking, talking. Now, you will notice that Americans actually pronounce this sometimes as In, And it's kind of strange, but it is what we do. Well, pronouncing the ing with an in, okay, it may sound casual sometimes, but when you do it too much, honestly, it may give your speech uh, an uneducated kind of sound if you do it too much. Now, that's not to say that you're uneducated, and the fact is you don't want to speak as though you're uneducated. You want to speak professionally, and that's what I'm here to show you. So the new tongue position that we're gonna look at is a little different from that regular in, and it does not have a g. We don't want to say walking, walking g. Nah, that's awkward. We'll work on it. But you see, this is a nasal sound. It's a sound like this. Mm, mm. It's coming out of my nose. Mm. If I plug my nose, I can't do it. I can't. Nothing comes out. Unplugged? Mmm. Oh, my doggie. Sasa, she's looking at me funny. <laughs> she's looking at me. What's going on? It's okay, Sasa. It's okay. Just practicing. So this is a nasal sound. It comes out your nose. Now let's get into this. Let's get a feel for this. Today, we're just going to look at these letters at the end of a word. There are times when you pronounce it a little bit differently, and you may release a g, like in the word uh, finger, English. They get a g sound in there. However, we're not going to worry about those today. We're just going to worry about word endings. So, the position of this N-G sound is honestly the exact same as the natural position for the letters G or k g. Let's get a feel for this for a moment. Can you repeat after me this word here? Gimmick. Gimmick. A gimmick, by the way, is something done to attract attention. Gimmick. Well, now feel that G and K in there. Just make those sounds. Just the K, K, K. G, G, G. Notice how your tongue bends up to the back of your mouth, kind of to like your soft palate, that soft spot in the top of your mouth, your tongue bends right up there, and you get this G. That's the position that we're going to make, and we're going to hold for the N-G letter combination. So let's make that position with the tongue going to the back of the mouth and hold it. Check this out. Mmmmm. The tip of my tongue is like by my bottom teeth. It's down low. The back of my tongue, however, is high up, touching that soft spot in the back of my mouth. The same as k, g, mm. Try saying those three in that order, k, g, It's weird, I know, but just play with that position. If you even got to pause this, play around with it, whatever you got to do, you just want to make sure that you're not making a regular N like mm, but rather mm that you have the back of your tongue going into the back of your mouth. Now the next step, we want to add like a vowel sound before that mm, and we want to say them together. So kind of like this now, "ang". repeat that after me with an AH. And then ng ng now with an R like an O ng ng now uh with a U uh ng ng how about one more with the i, I ing and if you need a little help with that "i" kind of i sound that's pretty normal a lot of people struggle with that one i got another previous episode about that check it out we won't get into that today though but what we will get into right now is a little bit that you can do to make sure you're getting a good feel for this position we're gonna check out some words that end in an N, just a regular like mm kind of N sound. Now when you make the N in English, m, your tongue should be just behind your teeth. The regular N just behind the teeth. Mmm. Now the NG, the back of the tongue is touching your soft palate in the back of your mouth. Mm 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 mm. Let's play with a few words to get a feel for this. Can I hear thin and thing? Thin, thing. You feel that? There's a bit of a difference. How about fan, fang, fan, fang, ton, tongue, Ton, tongue. If you say, I bit my tongue, you want to make sure you say tongue and not ton. I bit my tongue. I bit my tongue. Big difference. Here's another. Kin and king. Kin, king. All right. Well, let's just get a few practice words in here. A couple of... Easy little sentences to let you get the hang of this. And then we'll wrap things up for today. I won't take too much of your time. We're just taking it easy on this one. How about this? Now, let's go over a little geography. A couple of countries around the world. Maybe you're in one of these countries or in one of these cities right now listening to me. So, shout out to you. Check this out. Beijing. Beijing. Wyoming, Wyoming. Notice I'm not making a G at the ending there. I'm not going Beijing, Wyoming, but I'm holding it. Beijing, Wyoming. My voice just kind of fades. Here's another, Singapore. This one's in the middle, in the middle of the word, but still, we do it. Singa. Singapore. That's a tricky one. Singapore. United Kingdom. There's another good one, isn't it? The United Kingdom. How about Washington, D.C.? Capital of the United States. Washington, D.C. Long Beach, California. Long Beach. Long. Long beach. Never lawn beach, because a lawn is a totally different thing from a beach, isn't it? So we don't want lawn beach, but long, long beach. I'll write a couple of short little phrases here, then we'll wrap things up. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. How about a little idiomatic expression? Inching forward. We're inching forward through traffic, but we're moving, inching forward, inching. What does inching forward mean? Well, inching forward means that you're moving forward at a slow pace, glacial kind of speed, very slow, inching forward. But it's better than not moving at all, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, like maybe you're trying to download something, a movie or a game, and, the, uh, and it's inching forward on there. Let's consider another idiom here. How about more bang for your buck? You get more bang for your buck when you haggle. More bang for your buck. Bang for your buck is value for your money spent. You know, if you compare prices and you haggle, now haggling, that's something that you can do in a market. Haggling is simply trying to talk the price down. You know, you tell somebody, I'll buy this and this and this, but you give me a better price for it. Something like that. Haggling. Well, when you haggle, you get more bang for your buck because you're getting more value for your money spent. Bang for your buck. How about one more here? Heart touching. Someone's heart touching speeches may get them elected. Heart touching. Something that makes you feel good. You know, something that they'll also say plays on your heart strings. Plays on your heartstrings. It's heart touching. It makes you feel emotional. Well, that's the NG combination, and I'm happy that you took a bit of time today to consider it with me, simply because, well, in order to enhance your spoken English, you've got to get good at it. you got to get used to using this position, and you've got to let your muscles adjust to making it regularly. Mmm. Mmm. So by practicing daily on the NG, mm. You'll see success. Just take a bit of time today. Notice how English speakers, whether it's in a movie, a podcast, a friend, a phone call, whatever you do. Notice how we pronounce the ing. Like I said, sometimes people will pronounce it a lot like in. Just like a regular in. And there's nothing wrong with that. People understand what you're saying. It just doesn't sound professional. Even Americans who do it regularly, pronounce in, will often start, you know, when they're in a at work or in a professional context, they'll start to pronounce it a little clearer, like ing, just to sound more professional. Talking with friends is one thing talking with a client is a totally different thing right so get a good feel for this ing sound and uh you can thank me for it when you get a raise that just about brings us to wrap things up for today i uh i got lots more to get to i've got i got a couple more hours of classes today pretty full schedule though if anybody's interested in classes well my schedule is full Unless you're already taking classes with me, in which case, congratulations, you made it. However, in a few months' time, I will be releasing some uh, video course-type material with this kind of stuff and video. So you get to see My Ugly Mug giving you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, I want to help people. I can only take on so many students in a day. I can take on a maximum of of like 16 students in a day, which I am doing currently. And when I take on the maximum of this amount of students, I get exhausted. I get exhausted. And uh, nothing wrong with having a full work schedule. I absolutely love it. But this type of work, you know, it gets a little tiring. And so video courses, I want to get more students, but there are only so many hours in the day. So uh, I'll be putting out video course material for sale on a few different websites in the months to come. Nothing's up yet. Nothing yet. Just enjoy what you got with this. But uh, trust me, good things are in the making. This brings us to wrapping things up. I hope that you've enjoyed your uh, quick little pronunciation lesson for today. I've sure enjoyed giving. it. There's no doubt about that. I have a blast making these things. Well, have a good day. I uh, hope you enjoy your breakfast, uh, lunch, dinner. I hope that you enjoy your exercise or your drive or tying your shoes. Whatever you're doing, just have fun with it. Have a little bit of fun, and you'll be hearing much more from me in the days to come. Have a good one. Hey, accent learner. Thanks for listening all the way through. I have positions available for accent training, and as always, I want to offer them to my audience first. You're the hardest working accent learners out there, right? So if it's important for you to have a coach with a proven and sustainable method to show you results in 90 days, open up the application form in the description of this episode, reach out to me. And if I see that my solution is a good fit for your situation, I'll be reaching out to you personally and we can discuss how my method will get you expressing your thoughts and your opinions more confidently in English with three months of dedicated and focused training. Your seat's available for you, my friend. Your teacher's ready to go. Now is the time to make it happen.